Today in Science from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Chemists Orchestrate the Molecular Union of Two Single Atoms by Sophia Chen. The main act of Kang Quen Ni's experiment could fit on the tip of a needle, and it happens in a fraction of a second. The Harvard chemist takes two individual atoms, a sodium and a cesium, each about 10,000 times smaller than a bacterium. Then, very carefully, she brings them together to become a single molecule, sodium-cesium. It's an unlikely pairing. In the cosmic rom-com that is nature, sodium rarely goes for cesium. Both atoms tend to become positively charged ions that actually repel each other. But after years of work, Nee's team has figured out how to parent-trap this union. Stick the two atoms in a vacuum chamber with as few other atoms as possible and steer them with lasers into forced proximity. They published the results in Science earlier this month. And with that, these matchmakers have a new way of studying one of the most basic processes on Earth, the formation of a chemical bond. It's the atomic relationship that determines whether a mixture of carbon, hydrogen and oxygen atoms is sugar, alcohol or formaldehyde. Making a single chemical bond is one of the most fundamental chemical reactions there is, says physicist Daniel Slaughter of Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, who was not involved with the work. In a way, they've made the purest type of chemical reaction. It took Nee and her team years to pull off, because a reaction between two just two atoms isn't an ordinary chemistry experiment. Chemists commonly assemble new molecules by mixing and heating powders and solutions in specific concentrations and orders, trusting that the 10 to the 23 atoms will join up through random collisions. They might engineer reactions so that collisions between certain atoms are more likely, but they don't painstakingly assemble each bond one by one. But Nee's team wasn't trying to make a big batch of chemicals. They wanted to show they could set up one particular match between two single atoms. To picture a chemical bond, imagine an atom as a tiny nucleus immersed in a giant diffuse cloud that is its electrons. They're not really the tinker toy models you play with in chemistry class. 
When two atoms get close together, each one's electron cloud pushes the others around, and sometimes the two atoms start to behave as a unit, a molecule. But experts still can't describe this process in detail. What it looks like in slow mo for one atom to edge closer to another until two become one. One of the dreams we have in molecular physics and chemistry is to really image bonds, to really understand what a bond is, says Slaughter. For his research, Slaughter actually does Nee's experiment in reverse. He breaks molecules apart. I start with a small molecule and blow it up with a laser, and then I look at the fragments. He says the forensics of the explosion gives him information about the bond. To make a single molecule, Nee's group built a bespoke contraption, a machine consisting of lasers and lenses, a vacuum chamber, detectors, and coils of wire. It took a lot of testing. Before they could make a molecule, they had to figure out how to move single atoms, and before they could move single atoms, they had to figure out how to grab them. Grabbing a single atom isn't like grabbing a macroscopic object, says Nee. They start with several small containers, each with a solid form of sodium and cesium placed inside a small chamber under high vacuum. They heat the containers, which turns sodium and cesium atoms into a vapor. Then they use tightly focused lasers to move individual atoms in the vapor. Essentially, the photons from the laser pelt the atoms, nudging them in a specific direction until they are confined to specific areas inside the chamber, designed to hold only a single atom. Once they've isolated one sodium and one cesium atom, they then move them close to each other. They also use a laser to give the sodium and cesium some extra energy to form the bond. To get everything to work in sequence, they automate it on a computer. There are too many little details that all have to be tweaked correctly, says Nee. Nee's machine is specifically designed for making sodium cesium, which they chose partly because the two atoms are relatively simple, each with just one free electron to participate in chemical reactions. Past researchers have also studied these atoms a lot. So Nee's group could piggyback on lasers developed to manipulate the atoms, but Nee's techniques could be adapted to make other molecules with more complicated atoms too. Slaughter, for example, thinks someone could use it to make molecules of carbon dioxide or nitrogen gas. Even though these molecules form easily in real life, its individual atoms are much more complicated to control than sodium and cesium. For now, though, Nee is sticking with sodium cesium because she thinks it could be useful in future technology. These molecules already have nice properties we want to push, she says. It's relatively easy to manipulate a sodium cesium molecule into a specific configuration and have it stay like that for a while. If the molecule turns out to be an obedient quantum particle, it could potentially be useful as a component for a. Buzzword alert: quantum computer, sodium cesium. The chemistry is undeniable. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. 
Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.